the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. You hear a lot of funny phrases in life when you're talking about business. One of the ones in the 1990s that always struck me is, well, that's kind of funny. It's kind of a chicken before the egg thing. In the 1990s, we were talking a lot about which is more important, content or the delivery mechanism. Who's the road and who's the car on the road? And back then, it was companies like AOL could get you on the internet, get you on the road to the superhighway of information. And they tried to be the content and the road. Now, with COVID, we're kind of learning to shelter in place a little bit more. We're watching a heck of a lot more Netflix. There, People are subscribing there. We're watching a lot more Disney. I've started going through like the 1970s Disney's films with Kurt Russell as a child and going, my life is at a low point. My life is at a low point. My life is at a low point. Old Yeller, don't know. It gets a little bit more distressing, right? So which is more important, content or the delivery mechanism? And you can look at that a lot of ways. We're going to have some new Wi-Fi standards. They just got approved. Uh, Wi-Fi 6 is a standard that will make things work better. Then we also get a telecommunication signal. So Wi-Fi 6, 6 gigahertz. And if you've got a modem in the last couple of years, you know there's like a two and a half gigahertz channel and a five gigahertz or megahertz. And like, you're like, I don't even know what that means, but I got two of them. Well, there's going to be another one. And the people that make semiconductors for telecommunications and communication products are stoked. Also, later this year, we're going to see more 5G. We would typically go, I don't know if we're going to see it this year because uh, maybe AT&T and Verizon will you know, say, yeah, we're, we're, this has been a weird year. Let's hold off. But both of them have committed to continue to throw the equipment on their towers. As when this passes, we're going to want faster phones and better services, faster services, better connected services, faster delivery of movies. You know, part of me is like, uh, my head plays games. I'm like, maybe I should watch movies on my 4K TV with a, like a Blu-ray 4K release versus the Netflix 1080. I'm like, ah, and you start getting yourself psyched up. But we have things that will make the roads faster coming. Now, again, that doesn't mean we'll adopt it as a consumer as fast as businesses, and maybe there'll be a hiccup. But you're looking for things along those lines. Actionable items. You know, the Xbox and uh, PlayStation coming out later this year, uh, they lose money on the hardware. So that's actually bad news for Microsoft in the short term coming up with a new Xbox. But it's good news in the long term because what we're finding is that those little Xboxes and PlayStations have massive CPUs in them or GPUs that are great for running apps, which are great for putting things like Netflix 
um, onto your TV. Whereas if you're using a TV that's 10 years old and it's a 4K or 1080p or whatever, it doesn't have as good of a GPU in it. So there's a lot going on on like, you know, Microsoft will make money not in year one on the Xbox, but in year two, three, four, five. Once they get it in your hands and they, they're going to make a cut on Netflix, they're going to make a cut on uh, the V-Bucks that you buy. They're going to make a cut on uh, the movies that you're at. They're going to make a cut on the video games you buy. So we got that out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You're always looking for positives and negatives. Uh, cash flow is king right now. You know, I, I started the segment talking about content is king. Or is it delivery mattress? Or is it content? Is it chicken? Is the egg? doesn't matter. For me, cash flow right now is king in the short term. How much company cash, like a Boeing has a lot of debt and not a lot of cash flow. That bothers me. A company like Apple has no debt. They've got a ton of cash and they've got some digital services cash flow coming. But yeah, they're going to see some higher delinquencies with the Apple card. Yeah, they're going to see some people quit altogether getting service contracts with them or Maybe some people will say, you know, that new cheaper iPhone, I'll certainly look at that. That's probably pretty well positioned coming out of a recession. As dad wants to get his daughter a new iPhone for Christmas, sees a $1,200 one or a $300 one, he might go with that $300 one this year. A lot of vaccination excitement in the news overnight. A COVID-19 vaccine could be available for vulnerable groups like healthcare workers later this year. Now, this is a stunning declaration and its headlines. I don't know a thing one about the science. So I have to like build in cases like, yeah, can't get excited about that. Could be 12 to 18 months. Could be later this year. Could be 12 to 18 months. And that's how you start spreading this out. Andrew Cuomo said a statewide pause may be lifted for some regions in mid-May. Georgia's doing business says Georgia's doing business. Former Vice President Joe Biden called on Trump to launch a new public health jobs corps of 100,000 people to assist with testing and contact tracing. It's tough for Joe Biden to get headlines these days. He had the state primaries and the um, debates. And now Trump gets the headlines whenever he wants to go out in the Rose Garden and give a speech on COVID. It's going to be an interesting election season. Trump has joined Republican Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell in saying Democratic-leaning states where the most Americans have been infected and died should not get federal aid. That got heated yesterday, and Andrew Cuomo came to the rescue of big states and pointed out that most federal tax dollars come from such big blue states, while Republican-leaning red states such as Kentucky rake in the most. I'm not getting into that fight. <laughs> so I'm not getting into that one in any way, shape, or form. Oh, boy. Um, Nintendo Switch super hot. It's kind of interesting the way sometimes like these uh, events can drive us into finding investments. For instance, Genovac, probably a company I haven't heard in a year. But when California wildfires were burning down houses, everyone's like, I want to buy a generator. I want to buy a generator. I want to buy a generator in case power goes offline. Huh. Stillery is returning stale beer into coronavirus whiskey. I know nothing about whiskeys. I like the taste. But that's only because I'm unsophisticated. But a lot of beers are sitting in kegs around the country right now getting stale. And that's probably the saddest thing that I've heard. No, not about the 105-year-old couple who died within moments of each other. They've been married for 65 years, 75 years. No, that's sad, but 
no, not what's going on with Kim Jong-un. No one wants to see a dictator die because you never know what you're going to get to replace him. To me, the sad, sad story is stale beer. I don't really believe that. Sarcasm. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Major indices gave up big opening gains, a little bit of profit taking. That makes sense to me. I don't want to go straight back to all-time highs because we haven't earned it through the earnings or the revenue. Have we earned it through free money with COVID? Tight payments to individuals? I don't think so. But were we a little too oversold? Sure. Merck's a little bit lower. Pfizer's a little lower. They beat expectations. 3M's up. Better than expected earnings. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Taking singing lessons from a master class, Adele. Listen to how good I am. You will never, ever, ever have a career in singing. It's so funny because uh, one of the big things going around right now is to get people a master class pass where they can learn how to play banjo and tell jokes like Steve Martin. Or I'm like, I have no interest. I can do a master class on talking stock, but... No interest, no interest, no interest in sitting there and be, being taught by Steve Martin. I love Steve Martin. Funny man, funny man, funny man, but no interest. Or I can learn how to make food with Gordon Ramsay. No interest. Not my thing. But it's one of those things that's happening right now. Bank of America, BNP, Paribas, Citigroup, Deutsche Bank, Deutsche, Dutchies. It's the Bank of Duchess, Deutsche Bank, JP Morgan. Standard Charter, UBS, they're all big, 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 big banks. And they're not allowed to use Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. We're going to the moon. Um, Banks are having problems with Zoom saying it's not safe enough and it's not compliance enough. And we don't want you conferencing calls to clients with it. That's kind of interesting because will Zoom be one of those companies that is able to turn this moment into being a dominant player, um, or will it go back to Skype? You know, Skype hasn't, I, mean, I don't know, I haven't seen the numbers, but Zoom has been the story on video conferencing. And Zoom has said major financial institutions around the globe are continuing to use Zoom to keep their trading operations running and to continue their important work with their clients and colleagues on a daily basis. So they're saying one thing, but the banks, on the other hand, are saying the opposite. The amount of compliance in the financial industry, whether it's banking, brokerages, or insurance, is heavy. Not so like you'd be surprised at what I can't say. And if I buy a stock, I have to write it down and and disclose it, um, which is ultimately a good thing because I've seen some people, <clears throat> Bill Ackman, get on CNBC and basically use the whole CNBC platform to say, "I don't like this company because I'm shorting it." And then you're like, well, that sounds like a good idea. He's a smart-looking man. He plays tennis. He raises money for charity. So I'm a little, I get that. Um, So Zoom, will they have enough time to put together a long-term trust and kind of a sustainable plan? 
or are we going to move towards video conferencing anyway? I was talking to someone who doesn't want to go back to work, who was laid off, furloughed, then laid off, then furloughed again, and coming back June 1 or something like that. And she's like, I, I kind of want to like do video conferencing work. Like I'm currently doing like one of the three days that I'm supposed to work. I'm like, I get it. Offer. That may be the new norm. Healthcare, though, is also poised to become one of the most exciting sectors for many years to come. Financials were the great big investment in the early 90s, tech stocks in the late 90s. You can see kind of how things bounce around. Healthcare stocks and pharmaceutical stocks had their day. Biotech stocks always kind of come and go based on exciting developments. But COVID's probably going to leave us with, how many ventilators do we got? How many masks do we have? How many beds do we have? Hospitals, from a financial perspective, are run very much so like hotels, occupancy rates. And one of the big stories in the last 20, 30 years is how do we get someone in who's going to be relatively safe, kind of like a woman giving birth, and get her out as fast as we can so we can either get another one in or maybe a more profitable person with a flu. It's a business. Beds are a business. Empty beds are not making money. The pandemic has taught us that the entire world needs to have large stockpiles of medicines, of ventilators, and other crucial equipment. Many of the most developed economies are facing an aging population, so healthcare is not going to go away. In the U.S., in Europe, in Russia, China, Japan, we're getting older, and as we get older, we're taking more medications, and we're getting more diseases and more ailments. Healthcare is both a defensive and a growth play for world populations and economies. The healthcare index is a big part of the U.S. economy. And if you take a look at the index, it's technically breaking out as if we're going to say, let's put some money here for the longer term, kind of the poker table. Let's up the ante and, and, and assume that our, our exposure should be a little bit more towards healthcare than it has been in the past. There's a Morgan Stanley Country Index, World Healthcare Index. It won't be hard for you to Google Healthcare Index or Vanguard Healthcare Index or Fidelity and start doing some homework of your own. Start reading about how much of our dollars that we spend of our paycheck automatically go into the healthcare system. Now, you may go, I'm relatively healthy. Well, go look at your paycheck and see if you're putting in money for uh, a plan. Are you using a PPO? Are you using an HMO? How much month? Is it just for you? Is it for your family? Is it a family of two, family of four? And you tell me you're not putting money into healthcare. And I'm going to say, bull. Every major financial disaster, not every major financial disaster, I've seen more financial disasters tied towards people being uninsured or improperly insured when it comes to healthcare. I don't see the healthcare industry ever, never, ever, ever going, you know what? We're a good value. <laughs> My son, when he was two years old, had a golf ball-sized lump overnight in his pelvic area and uh, took him to the hospital, took him to Sequoia, and they're like, oh, no, 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 this is a children's hospital. You need to go here. So we had uh, another one, and they go, oh, no, no, the children's hospital is on the entrance is on the other door. We got charged for three emergency rooms. The healthcare industry is one that we all love to hate, but it takes a lot of our money, and we need it really, really bad. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black.
Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I start prepping for the show about four o'clock in the afternoon. I get an update after an hour or two, close to my bedtime. Get up at four or five in the morning, depending on if I'm doing the five o'clock or six o'clock uh, kind of like uh, rally. Um, I'm doing a lot of work on this stuff, trying to keep you abreast. Last night, things looked like it was going to be a little positive at the opening. It was. And we gave back those gains, and I say, good. I don't want to go straight up because it's inefficient. I don't want to go straight down because it's inefficient. Straight down makes more sense than straight up does. When we figured out the pandemic's going to really hit the economies, we, we panicked, and we got out of things fast. Some things, you know, collateral damage. Not cool. But I don't like how fast we're moving. U.S. goods trades deficit rose as auto exports tumbled. It doesn't take a rocket science to figure out that this economy is going to get hit hard. And the people that you're not thinking of, it could be the guys who make popcorn at a sporting event. It could be the owner of a spa who hires people to rub your feet. It could be the person who's rubbing your feet. And they're like, I can't. I want to go back to those days. And we're not there, are we? So the earnings season's good because we really get to kind of check in. Remember that old phrase of the 80s, check it before you wreck it? Earnings season every 90 days gives us a chance to, like, how's your cash doing? How's your earnings doing? What's your next 90 days look like? What's your next year look like? So I'm thrilled that's where we are right now. Boeing is moving higher today, today, despite a report that the company is going to face criminal and civil investigations in the 737 MAX production. But they are opening up and making more 737 Dreamliners. And they're going to report earnings tomorrow morning. That's a lot going on. To me, I don't want anything to do with it. When a company's being investigated for criminal or civil issues, when we don't know when they're going to get certification, that's too many ifs. If that goes well, and that goes well, and that goes well. I don't mind. I may lose out a 100% return, but I'm not going into a 50% down move. Relative weakness in mega cap tech stocks today and healthcare companies. Small caps and mid caps are outperforming. A little bit of a shift around, if you will. Um, New home sales or home price growth accelerated in January. But that was January. Do you remember the little slate of books you read? throughout your childhood. One of them was called That Was Then, This Is Now. That's exactly what we're going to be looking at 2019 versus 2020, 2021. 2020, we're going to be like, man, these numbers are bad. 2021, we're like, well, we recovered, but maybe not as much as we wanted to, or maybe more than we wanted to. We have a bazooka of stimulus with the Federal Reserve, with low oil, uh, with a strong dollar, with tax cuts that were put in place a couple of years ago, with stimulus that's been thrown around egregiously. McDonald's is moving higher. There's a company that sometimes you stop it and you scratch your head and go, could I own that? 
I think it's fair to say they're going to be around when you die. That love that chicken from Popeyes. No, whatever the McDonald's jingle is, your kids will know it. As an investor, Chick Fil A may be your your angle in the near future, right? I don't know. I don't have the answer for you if they ever come public, or have you been waiting for In and Out and they finally do? You got to find companies like that that you can stock up in your portfolio that you know were around when you were a child that will be around when your child has children. Doesn't always work like that, but that's the idea. Or you could just own the stock market and, and say, you know, when you do that, you're basically investing in capitalism. You're basically investing in, like, if you own an S and P 500 fund, you're basically saying, yeah, our economy was working when I was a child, and it'll be working when later in life, but. Maybe it's moving more towards socialism, but you don't like that idea. And you want to balance your tax flows in versus your angle on social justice. Like, I don't know. We're all different. Trump, President Donald J. Trump, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis are going to meet to start talking about when Florida opens up. Um, I don't think Florida really ever shut down, but I'll be quiet about that. So we're going to hear more and more pieces here and more pieces there, unless it's a – I don't even want to get into the the ramifications of it, but there will be some economic activity. So we'll we'll go from, you know, stone cold dead in the morgue, shut down cold in the refrigerator waiting for the autopsy. Wait, 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 wait. I see a little – I see a little – I see a sign of life. And again, that's going to start with China. Because China started coming out of their COVID headline news late February, early March. And trust me, don't send me emails. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. If you don't like the show, take a break, come back to it later kind of thing. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse owner says it'll repay the $20 million in small business loans. As are the Los Angeles Lakers. Talking about giving the people every piece of ammo that they need to not trust federal government and banks ever again. Just look at the companies that got the SBA loans and you'll be like, that doesn't make any sense to me. The Lakers? I like the Laker girls. Okay. So the Laker girls, like the, the Hollywood show, the, the, the dancers, they, maybe that's a, like a nonprofit group inside of the Laker. Org. I don't even know. I can't even stretch Hard enough for the Lakers in this kind of scenario. It just looks bad. George has given retail a glimpse of what reopening the economy is going to look like. If you turned on the TV over the weekend, you saw like a lot of nail salons and haircuts and um, business like being done on the sidewalk. Simon Property, the largest U.S. mall owner, is preparing to reopen 49 malls and outlet centers between May 1st and May 4th. Some of those include Lenox Square in Atlanta. Calhoun Outlet Marketplace in Calhoun, Georgia. Retailers, City Trends, and Cato Corporation have had a higher concentration of their total store footprint in Georgia than others. So we'll see some of the companies that have like big exposure, some of the companies that have small exposure. Companies like 7-Eleven, we'll, we'll hear the data in the coming months, and we'll start comparing that to companies that have high penetration, or the companies that have mall exposure, but not necessarily high penetration. Some Americans may be reluctant to head back to public places, but Colorado, Minnesota, Alaska, Mississippi, Montana, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Vermont, they're itching to get back into the economy. So 
will we start seeing the unemployment numbers go the other way? Keep in mind, we haven't even seen unemployment numbers yet. That's this Friday. The next super important big day for me is Friday, the first as far as stock markets go. But then again, we're in earnings season. You can't take that lightly either. I learned a lot listening to Pepsi tonight. I'll listen to AMD. My friends at briefing.com have what's called an earnings calendar. <coughs> Excuse me. I think I got the black long pop. Um, what's interesting when you take a look at earnings results is you can see who's meeting expectations, who's beating expectations. And really what is important is the expectations going forward. So when you take a look at a Pepsi and they surprised by four cents, man, did they really surprise by four cents or did 30 days ago, they said, you know, instead of a dollar 10, we see ourselves making more like a dollar three. And then they come out at dollar seven and you're like, well, they beat by four cents. So last year they earned 97 cents a share this year, a buck seven cents a share in the same quarter. And you kind of look at that year-over-year revenue growth was 7.7%. And then there's just a big blank in guidance. And that's what's going to freak people out. <clears throat> it's the big blank in guidance. Tonight, we're going to get security company FireEye. We're going to get Google, AMD. Wait, wait, did you say Google? Yeah. One thing we know about Google is that they make a lot of money when you punch in the name Vacation to Hawaii. I guess that's more of a phrase. But they make a lot of advertising. That's when the companies that do travel and flights and hotels, the Expedias, the TripAdvisors, the Pricelines, they pay for that. Like, I want that guy because that guy is looking for a freaking vacation to Hawaii, and I got the deals for him. We know that business is going to take a brutal beating for Google, and they benefit it greatly. Some other story stocks that are going to report earnings tonight, Starbucks. What will Starbucks say about how things are going in China? That's the only thing I care about. They could say that they've come up with a Frappuccino light. Don't care. They could say that they've come up with a new concept where they're going to beam the food to your house. Don't care. I wonder how their business is doing in China because they have a lot of exposure, as does Apple. So that's just tonight. <clears throat> we are in earnings season, getting a lot of insights. Um, do your best to tune in. If you've ever liked a company, now's a good time to hear the call and, and see how it goes. You can find conference call information by Googling it. Just don't hit the little ad next to it. You might be switcheroo to a company you don't trust. Anyway, I'm Rob Black. I hope you trust me. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. You can find me online. I'll be here again every day as I have been until this crisis abates a little bit. It'll take a couple of days off. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, this song should be a kind of a pick-me-up, no doubt. I say you take the Rob Black challenge to get out of the COVID state of mind. Dress up as Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks from Castaway today. Go get a volleyball from the garage or a basketball. Dress it up. Start walking around your town <laughs> talking to a volleyball and just yell, Wilson, every now and then. You'll get picked up. You'll get a free meal from the police. But it's the COVID challenge by Rob Black.
Um, we may be mentally feeling that, but this is nothing. Our nation's been through wars. Our nation's been through a lot tougher. Um, so I'm not that distressed. White House unveiled a plan to, for increased COVID testing. That's past me. Whether it's drugstore retailers or testing labs, that doesn't feel like what you'd want to hear from me or need from me. Unless it's something along the lines of GlaxoSmithKline is doing it or Roush is involved. I get it. Uh, I don't really think you want me being news-driven at this point in time. Boeing, on the other hand, is news-driven. and They're going to reportedly resume 787 Dreamliner production in South Carolina on Sunday. What a fantasy scenario if you wanted to buy one of the greatest companies at one of the cheapest prices, except for the fact that the fantasy was a nightmare. Uh, a couple plane crashes. Their software looks like it was wonky and caused it. Then China shuts down and the rest of the world follows on air travel. And we don't know when it comes back. It's so shut down to the point that, like, uh, the canals in Florence look lovely. <laughs> Chicago is like, wow, there's not smog in the air. Uh, L.A. is gorgeous right now. So you're seeing monkeys in Thailand come back to the cities because tourists can no longer go out of the forest to feed them. So they're coming in looking to reclaim food the old-fashioned way. Um, there's some positive and negatives, but to see Boeing get back... It kind of says, okay, how long do we think it's going to take? It's going to take a long time. An investment in Boeing is, A, you have to acknowledge that they got financial problems, but that could lead to them being acquired. Mm, that would be a nice premium. Or maybe it would be a discount because they've got financial problems. Or you're looking at a recovering business that takes two to three years to kind of stretch out the deliveries as well as getting, you know, planes up in, in the air. Um, S&P 500 is playing with a 3,000 level on a four 12-month basis. It is trading at a ridiculous valuation, especially in the next 12 months when we're going to see a lot of earnings wiped out. This is a chance for corporations to clean up their balance sheets. Right now, let's say you had a, a scandal. You hired your cousin Sal and it didn't work out terribly well. So in the downsizing in the economy, that's where you, you fire him and, and move on. And you blame it on something else. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. One of the funny funnier parodies, and it, I guess this is political in nature, but it's a spoonful of Clorox helps the medicine go down. When I saw that, I had, I saw that I had to smile. The memes are vicious right now. No? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, so we're talking about testing now. We're talking about the Federal Reserve helping out munis. We're talking about Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell acknowledging in an interview that increased funding for a state and local governments would probably pass in future COVID-19 relief legislation. He tried to do a trial balloon of, like, well, maybe states should be left on their own and States like New York, you know, uh, said that's not right. We pay more taxes. We bring in more in taxes than your little state, Kentucky, takes out. And it got viciously mean. And California's not even to get in that argument because we pay a lot more than we take out. But then again, we also get a lot of a lot of perks from some of those uh, states. But it, the, the politics right now is very much so about testing the waters to see what people will freak out over and what they won't. So don't take it too literally. 
Uh, the Coalition for Epi- uh, Epidemic Preparedness Innovations thinks there's a possibility that COVID-19 vaccine could be ready as early as this year for emergency uses only. That's kind of a positive. But again, we need to look more at financial stories that are coming out of earnings season. The UK is planning a plot for relaxing its shutdown restrictions. Um, so we're going to see some economic activity soon out of the UK. Now, what if they all get you know COVID and all die at, during that that reopening? It's probably not going to happen. But we're starting to play weird odds. Do we restress our healthcare systems worldwide? Is that going to happen? I don't have answers. Dow Components, Caterpillar, and 3M are one of those companies that are starting to say, we're not going to give guidance for 2020. Now, Caterpillar and 3M are very different. 3M, a lot of medical devices. Caterpillar, a lot of big um, toys that you have to fuel up and you push the earth around. Pepsi, Cummings. D.R. Horton have all said, we're not going to give a lot of guidance because we don't know. That's been the the message throughout this whole hour of even if we do open back up, we don't know when we get back to 2019 levels. And let's just say that enough damage is going to be done to the U.S. economy in in the second and third quarter that we're not going to have a great year. Maybe somehow, some way, some shape, some form, we don't go negative GDP for two quarters in a row. I doubt it. So we're going to go into a quote-unquote recession. Psychology is a big question. How are you going to spend your holidays this year? Well, you don't know yet either, like me. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Also find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Listen to CFP, Chad Burton's show today and tomorrow at 6 a.m. here on AM 1220, KDOW.